Hey, I'm Erin Bridgman, a money mindset and management coach for the creative entrepreneur. I'm the girl behind the wealthy woman movement that's reaching thousands and expanding each and every month. And I'm so glad you've decided to join this community too. Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast for creative female entrepreneurs looking to get strategic with their money. I believe that wealthy women will change the world. And in this podcast, we include money-related mindset and management tips and practical business advice you can apply right away. No fluff here. It's time to take action. Let me shoot it to you straight. Talking about money is like talking about sex. It's vulnerable and uncomfortable, but so necessary. And that's why I've created a judgment-free zone where women like you can trade the shame and money skeletons in your closet with empowerment and confidence that helps you master your money. I'm both the creative and the nerd, the no bullshit friend and your hype girl. And I'm excited to be your guide on your money journey. All your dreams are tied to money. So it's time to get that money working for you so you can make your dreams a reality together. Your business should be the catalyst to living your dream life. So don't let your money be the obstacle. Grab your notebook and your favorite drink and let's dive in. Hello, wealthy women, and welcome back to the show. I am so freaking excited to start season two of the podcast. And it was awesome to take that break, to have some holiday time, and to come back with just some fresh vision and behind the scenes systems of my team with the podcast And I just thank you. Thank you for pressing play on the show, for taking the time out of your day to listen in. And I hope that it brings you so much value. If you haven't, it would be amazing for you to click um, and give us a review. And that's a huge way for people as they're looking at shows, to find shows, to see shows that are relevant to them. It would mean the world. Okay, so today I've literally brewed myself a cup of coffee and I want to share how I reflected on my year and created goals because I think that that could maybe enlighten you and give you some inspiration for how you could also be doing this and creating a rhythm of this inside of your business. I want to share some of the lessons um, and mistakes I made from the past year as well as things I'm celebrating and then some intentions I'm setting for the new year and how I'm rolling those out. I think all of these things are going to be super helpful for you as you work to build your wealth and build your impact and success inside of your business. So let's jump in. I was like, it is like 4.30 and I'm making myself a cup of coffee, which we're currently trying to train Junie, removing her from her um, the snoo into her crib. And I was like, are you kidding me? My espresso is not working. How is it not working? And I just realized, oh, the water is not totally um, connected. So that's why I keep getting this red circle of death on top of my espresso. But I have a copy, coffee in hand. I actually don't have a script. I'm just going to kind of pull up um, my reflection notes and my goal setting and, and just share from my heart and share some insights. Um, a couple of things. I just want to share like how I did all of this. And so I have a specific interview and goal setting um, tool journal that I utilize. And it's something that I'm actually willing to give to my listeners for free. 
And so go ahead and click in the link in the show notes if you would like to capture this. It's something that I give to my paid clients, those that I'm working with one-on-one. And it's really, really helpful questions and helpful flow in examining your past year and pulling out the gold from that, as well as setting intentions and goals for the new year. So go ahead and click on the link in the show notes to download um, that tool for totally free. And I'm excited for you to be able to get your hands on that. Okay. So that is one of the ways I, so a couple like probably mid-December is when I started to do my reflections. And I just happened to have a day that I sort of set aside to start to create some thoughts and some visions and I am, I love to journal. I'm a journaler by nature. I know some people have a love-hate relationship with that. So I guess it was journaling because I was, but I was typing, but whatever. And so I went through a lot of these questions and I just like chose what resonated with me, like which ones I wanted to really go deep in, which ones I didn't. And so that was like kind of the start of my reflecting process. And then Brett and I created time um, last week um, post holidays for me, it's actually better once I'm actually kind of in the energy of the new year to start to really like firm up my goals and finish off reflecting of the previous year. So we went to one of our Airbnbs and we took about an hour, hour and a half of like personal individual reflection. And I continued in my, the document that I mentioned that you can grab as well as Britt and I whiteboarded here are sort of the different buckets inside of our lives and what do we want to create intentions around? What do we want to think about going into the new year? And of course, you've heard of SMART goals, make them specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Great. I'm going to like go a little rogue here. I'm going to push back on that. You know, and, and it's funny because I'm such a data person. I like to know the numbers. I like to look at the analytics. But I want to say that actually those are all good things, but I want you to, to, as you're creating your goals, as you do your quarterly reflections, whatever you do, I think it's very important for us to think about how do we want to feel? And that's the point of all of these SMART goals anyways, is we're trying to achieve a certain feeling. That's the point of any goal that we set, any intention that we place inside of our life. And so I'm going to say SMART goals are actually not telling us enough, not giving us enough, um, and not getting to the real gold of something. And that is what feeling do you, you want to generate? Okay. So Brett and I got to be able to do that within like, not just, not just like what the specifics are, but how do we want to feel? And so then him and I came together and we got to have some time of discussing things. And that led us into, um, kind of creating, sharing our goals with each other, getting on the same page, since we obviously are partners in many different ways, both inside of the real estate business and um, marriage and, and kids and all the things. So, and then we rolled out our vision to our, um, our real estate team actually earlier today. We took a day away, went to the Airbnbs again. So we, we created a, a, you know, totally separate space and, um, was able to roll out that vision to our team. And so I think a couple key elements for me were like, I did it in the times that felt right. So like reflecting in, in December, setting goals in uh, the new year, 
I'm I'm a journaler, so I kind of use that part of myself and was able to um, really go through things in a way that that makes sense to me. I'm also a verbal processor, so I was able to like verbally talk this out with Brent as well as my bestie. We grabbed um, brunch this past weekend and we both talked about our reflections and our goals. And so those are important. And then rolling them out to the team and sharing them and and sharing them with any key personnel. And tapping into how do I want to feel? So those are some key things. I'm also very much an environment person. So the the space that I'm in really impacts the clarity I get. And so going to the Airbnbs, getting away was like very helpful for me. So hopefully you can take some things from that and know that you want to lean into who you are, your own strengths your own seasonality. And it doesn't have to be in January. It actually should be more often than that. And I think quarterly rhythms are are really, really helpful. So yeah, that's kind of just sort of how I did it. And I want to just share a few things that were massive lessons for me that stand out from my reflection. And I always like to look at my past year and think about like what went really well, what can I celebrate, what went well, And like, how do I want to like grow on that and what didn't go well and what can I like learn from that? And so, and maybe know your personality. Like if you're one to avoid the pain, if you're one to avoid the hard, like maybe do that first. Um, If you're one to always go to the negative, maybe make sure you think about what do you feel good about, what went right for you. Um, So yeah, I, I definitely had some amazing things that happened. My biggest one being that I had a baby And it's, that's like very huge for me to think about, like most of the year I was pregnant or had a newborn. And so navigating being pregnant with a toddler and then having two was a huge thing for me and obviously uh, made a big impact on my energy and my time and my heart and all of those things. And so I feel really proud of how I took my maternity leave. That was one of the biggest things that I reflected on and like me showing up for myself personally. Um, So really proud of the way that I created boundaries and space for myself to really totally disconnect from the businesses and just enter when I want to. And if people are on my team and know they're like, yes, Erin really did that. She really cared about that. That was really important to her. And that's why we do entrepreneurship, right, is to be able to create those boundaries in that space. I also feel really excited and really grateful for the this peer mastermind that I have and the women that are a part of that. I feel like at the end of the year, the last quarter, that really took off as well as far as like some really great synergy and um, just like we had a, a retreat together and our, our our text thread really started to come alive. And to be honest, like for many, many years, I felt very lonely inside of entrepreneurship, not lonely in a state of like my bigger life. Like I have a great group of friends and family. Um, my social calendar is very full. But like getting around women that really understand the online space. And so I feel so thankful, so excited for those things. Obviously, when we launched the podcast, it got a lot of like traction with visibility. And I really validated like myself in my my niche and my ascension model and a lot of things like that. And some reflections that I have about like maybe what I didn't do so great or maybe things that didn't go so great. One of them is just the fact that I really don't feel like I prioritized myself very much my own development besides like some massages and lashes and a few one-off like um, 
psychic readings and astrology readings and things like that, I was pretty much like head down working one of the businesses or, you know, growing a human, birthing a human, keeping a human, two humans alive. And so that was something that really like surfaced for me. And I was able to then uh, create some intentions around another huge thing for me. And I don't like to make extreme statements, but Brett and I really were able to see um, the challenge of having a business partner and particularly um, when you have different visions, different leadership styles. And we've walked away with really significant um, just learnings around how we want to operate our team, how we want to operate our vision. And just honestly, that we've kind of decided for the time being that the core part of what we do, the B&E empire, is going to be something that just Brent and I run. We're not going, maybe we have like side partnerships, which we do. We have some some smaller entities that we share with other people and some smaller projects or businesses that we do on the side. But the main part of the the thing that produces the most revenue, takes the most time, which is our real estate business and my coaching business, are going to be owned and operated by Brent and I 100%. And, you know, there is so much goodness that came from the partnership that we had inside of real estate. But when we chose to split with our business partner in October which uh, Brett and I should do some episodes just on our entire real estate journey. If you think that'd be fun, let me know, send me a DM or something. But, you know, that's a huge thing that we learned and really important to have very aligned, clear vision and leadership styles that match up if you are going to go into business partnership. So those are a couple things that I learned. And I remember a the last reflection I want to share about is like when I came to Brent and we were like, okay, let's share about our reflections for the year. What's your biggest vibe? What's the biggest thing that you are coming away from? It was just like, there's so many good things. There's almost too much goodness and I have to prioritize. And it's really exciting that you know, there is so many amazing things going on, but also the reality is like, you can't do them all and do them all well and do them all at once. And that's definitely something that, um, Brett and I's tendency is to take on more, just get going. we both have activators and activator as our top five in, in the strengths finder. And so like really becoming disciplined around, Hey, what are our focuses going to be? Where are we going to put our time? Because we really value, our identity and who we are outside of our companies as well. Being parents is really important to us. Having a marriage that's healthy and dynamic, having a social life and being able to, you know, personally fuel ourselves and develop ourselves are all really important things. And so I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we think, gosh, we can turn everything into a business. We see that we're like, hey, oh, all of a sudden there's this need for whatever cookies and we're like dang I could probably sell cookies and make money like everything becomes the possibility of business and there are so many things that you can do inside of your business and I think Brent and I keep coming across this lesson that you cannot do it all and how do you truly streamline how do you truly create goals that are achievable because it can be super fun to make goals and like oh my gosh but then it's like okay but like What's the follow through? What's the what's going to happen on the other side 
when I work to evaluate these goals I've created for a year. One thing about that is I got really granular with my goals inside of the year. And Brett and I then also worked on creating vision for ourselves three years out. And that we did that specifically inside of our real estate. And actually, Brent was listening to a book and I tapped in and listened to just a tiny bit of it, Vivid Vision. And um, that maybe grab that. We'll link that in the show notes. And that really helped us like, hey, three years is the sweet spot when you're working on vision because one year is too close and five years is too far to create enough expansion with enough detail. And so, yeah, my goals are specific to the year and my vision um, is more of a three-year vision. So that's kind of my reflection. And here are some goals. And I want to talk about some personal goals that I have for myself as well as some, the way that I want to feel and some other things. So personally, because of my reflection around the fact that I don't feel that I prioritize myself and my personal development. And if that's something that I preach and literally like charge people for, that's something I want to be living now. And so I'm really excited. I've already signed on and have a coach for the beginning of the year. And I'm going to be specifically working on meditation and mindfulness and understanding the brain, how the brain's wired. And as somebody who personally struggles with anxiety, as somebody who has a pretty high stress load at this point, I feel like this is something that's just absolutely perfect for me and um, something that is not only going to help me personally, but also professionally. So I'm really excited about that. I also signed on with a health coach. And so after having two babies really close together and after feeling like, man, I got to have enough energy to run these companies and be with my babies and be present and not just like falling asleep on the couch, but giving them my all as well. I really felt like it is really important for me to invest in my health. And so those are the two ways I'm really choosing to take pause and um, really work on myself professionally and personally. And I'm really, really, really excited. And those are fun things to like get to say, but I know that that is going to come with quite a bit of internal work and actual time. So I'm working to create time in my schedule to make that happen. And something that Brent and I also talked through were weekly flows. And this is something I really encourage you to do is to, to, to create a reset within your weekly, weekly flows. And this is going to help you achieve your goals and um, give support to that. So one thing, and if you work with me at all, you know, I teach block scheduling and I have a whole tool for that. And so I'm sort of playing with this new, new way of doing that, where instead of like coaching calls are on this day and podcast calls are on this day and, you know, real estate's on this day because, and, and I'm traveling a lot this next year, I have decided that Mondays and Fridays are no appointment, no call days minus my peer mastermind that I do once a month. And that's just, that's already like on the calendar. It's a non-negotiable. So that is something, a new rhythm I'm going to work on is that Mondays and Fridays, no appointments on my calendar. So I can take calls and meetings Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. 
And that gives me space to do the actual work behind the things that actually need to get done behind the scenes, to be prepared for all of the meetings and to give me time to do the work inside of the different coaching I'm doing and my own personal development and personal growth that I want to prioritize. Another weekly flow that I um, decided was necessary, which is really funny as somebody who is highly social, highly extroverted, I was recognizing inside of myself that I actually need a little bit of solo time and not in like an intense, like go on a weekend retreat by myself or something like that, but in the day-to-day. And so I'm working to take 30 minutes at the end of my day, either right after work before I pick up the girls or right after the girls go to bed, before Brett and I hang out, that I get 30 minutes of time. And I'm not telling myself what I have to do in that time. It could be journaling. It could be stretching and doing some yoga. It could be like going for a walk around the block, like whatever I need. But I just know that that's going to help me be a better mom, a better wife, because I don't know about you, but I'm nursing. So I'm like waking up to a baby on the body and then like getting the girls ready and going and work and then it's like okay the kids are back and I want to play with them and have high energy and make them dinner and hang out and put them to bed and then I'm like oh Brent hey like we're best friends we should hang out and sometimes I feel like he's getting the bad end of the deal or different people because I'm like I'm so tapped so those are a couple of things in my weekly flow so I'd encourage you personally how are you going to How are you going to upgrade yourself? How are you going to invest in you? What are weekly flows look like? And then get into specifics around your business. And I want to share first how I want to feel because I talked about how that's really, really, really important. Um, So I want to lean in this year into an energy of creativity into an energy of fun and flow and intuition and less into grinding and evaluating and looking at the data and what is supposed to work inside of the online space. So really allowing myself to have some spaciousness, have some flow, feel creative, feel like I'm doing things that are fun, that don't always have like a three point, like, this is why this is important for me to do this. And this is why I can put my energy into that. And so I want to feel like at the end of the year, that I am having fun, that I leaned into my intuition, that I explored creative ways of doing things, not just ways that you're supposed to do them. And that, yeah, that's how I, that's how I really want to like feel. And um, I already know how that's going to manifest in some ways. And so one of the things I'm going to be doing is a lot more as I'm working on visibility and bringing more people into my world that need this work, I'm choosing to travel, to do conferences, to host events. This is my magic. And this is what I love is being in person with people, hosting dinner parties, all of that. So instead of putting money into building out funnels or having a marketing team run my Instagram and do emails and all of this stuff, like I am spending less of my time and money and thought in that and more in just like vibing out, meeting people. I feel like this is an important part of my business because at this point, like I've nailed my niche. I know my offers. I know my pricing. 
and I know my person and I just want to like get it out to more and more people. And so that's what I'm really focusing on my business. Like the number one goal is for me to grow my visibility in an extremely relational way. And then we have tons of goals inside of our business um, in the real estate side. But I would say the biggest thing that we want to feel is we want to feel stability. And actually, that was our word for 2022, but that did not pan out at all. We were fried. We were overworked. The team was overworked. It was a pretty big mess, to be honest. And so Brett and I are going for like, we're not trying to reinvent anything inside of this business, except for the fact that now it's just us and our new team. So we have to reestablish some things, but we're not trying to do anything different. We're not going into hey, let's see if we can acquire apartment or let's see if we can start to do commercial or let's do projects that are like new builds or way out of our scope. We are working to just create stability for ourselves, for our team, and like just make that our core machine that is just able to work so that by the end of the year, Brett and I want to feel like we are not necessary in the day-to-day and that we feel stable that that thing is producing stable income, that the machine is working, that our team feels stable. And so that's a little bit about me and my year and my intentions. And this show is a big part of that. And I wrote like, I love my podcast so much as I was evaluating, like, what do I keep? What do I like? What do I take away? Because again, there's so much goodness. I was like, oh my goodness, when I get out of this recording cubicle, when I'm like interviewing guests or even by myself, like my cheeks hurt because I'm smiling so much and I love it. And I'm grateful to be able to reach more people um, through this show. And so we are going to keep this show alive and moving and grooving. We have some absolutely incredible guests that are coming onto the show really really excited uh, about that and all the expertise I mean these are these are women that are absolutely brilliant we're going to talk about like one of the episodes we talk about like the six money wounds and get specifically into that like so much cool stuff so thanks for listening to the show thanks for taking time I hope that this um, helped you think through any things that you want to continue to reflect on set goals towards and please don't forget to click the link in the show notes if you want to grab that guide for your annual review and goal setting and that's all for now okay I'm gonna finish the rest of my coffee here as I wrap up my day and cheers to you thanks for being who you are and have a great rest of your week Are you a creative entrepreneur looking for next level support when it comes to your money mindset and management? It's time to get on top of your numbers once and for all. Do you want to upgrade your lifestyle, make a bigger impact in the world, or gain more time back into your day? Your big dreams are all coming back to one thing, money. So I've developed a secret sauce money matrix formula to combine the power of an abundance mindset with money management tools specifically for creative entrepreneurs like you. Stop hiding from your numbers and start getting strategic. Head to www.erinbridgman.com to learn everything you need to know about my coaching programs. It's time to completely transform and change the way you view and manage money so you can show up like the wealthy woman you are meant to be. Apply to work with me one-on-one at www.erinbridgman.com.